Welcome back to a new episode where we are covering Filanco, which is a decentralized identity management for IoT. And from their team, we have Marcus joining us to explain us a little bit more what it's all about. Welcome, mate. Hello, and thanks for the invite here. More than welcome, mate. Uh, so Filanco has been around for some time now, haven't it? Yes, well, we are. So, well, I mean, the company is young, but we founded in 2019 and we at and the team are already involved sometimes many years in the IOTA and IOTA entity topic. So mm. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so we're looking forward to dig more into what you guys are doing. Uh, but before that, could you explain us how you entered into IOTA? Oh, how I ended up with IOTA. <laughs> that's a good question. It's a long story basically. And I would say, how it ended up with IOTA and, and, um, and, and also Vlancourt, we have to go a little bit more into my past. And it all started basically with my my childhood, I would say, and I was a big fan of this series. I don't know if you know the series called Knight Rider. Um, mm. Maybe not because I'm, I'm very old. <laughs> I'm getting old. And there was this shiny black car, self-driving and talking car, and the guy who has a smartwatch, and yeah, and I want these things too, and be cool like this incredible Michael Knight, right? <laughs> so since I was a kid, so I was wanted these, these kind of, 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 of IoT devices, basically, right? So, but they didn't exist, and my father told me, if you want them, you have to build them, and uh, since then, I wanted to to get involved, to, to make these visions of self-driving cars, smart watches um, become true. And so I started engineering um, in bachelor degree. And uh, later on, I realized, okay, engineering is maybe not the, the, the focus to realize this vision. So I later did my master's in uh, IT and IT security, because this is basically has to be done to become, to build their a connected and self-driving car, a smartwatch. This is very necessary. And yeah, um, after my master's, I, I, I became an IT security consultant at Deloitte for many years. So I studied uh, and worked later on as a as an expert um, in this field. And I got very lucky. Uh, I I um, did some projects with very known companies like Siemens, Daimler, BMW, and Volkswagen. So I got a deep dive in, uh, into their, their, their environments and into their machine systems and their IoT environments. And yeah, I realized that we are still at the beginning and we have a lot of problems there, um, especially in the field of IoT, security, connection, privacy, and their solutions out there are not very good or not good enough. We have some, a lot of challenges. And so I switched the company to, to, to another one after that um, because I wanted to, to research in this field to solve these problems we have there. And so switched to the company SSX later on, which is also maybe known uh, at the IOTA community. 
And yeah, I was their research consultant um, and, and and was starting to, to, to look what, what can we do else? How can we solve the problems in security and IoT? And in 2017, I think, I got into touch the first time with IOTA and the white paper, and I was totally fascinated by it. <laughs> I couldn't sleep, to be honest, <laughs> for many days because it was so mind-blowing at this time. I, yeah, and yeah, and this was also the, the time where I got in, in contact with Dominic Schiener. And yeah, from there on, uh, I was totally into IOTA, <laughs> the white paper, the vision, of course. And we started to collaborate also at SSEC with IOTA Foundation, and this became public. And yeah, and then also we hired some people at SSEC, um, um, which are more deeper into IOTA. This is where the point where also Sven Feuchtmeller, also co-founder later on um, of Freelancore, came through. And yeah, we did some consulting stuff there. Oh, this is basically um, very much met each other and get in touch. Um, and we work together on, on IOTA projects and consulting and research. And yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so uh, essentially, Filanco, like what is it? Yeah. Um, Filanco is basically or is an innovative and young company with the high expertise in self-sovereign identity and this would ledger technology. And our idea behind Filancore is basically that we help our customers to ensure that they, their uh, IoT devices and data are trusted and easy to manage. And to achieve this goal, we address the current security and also the uh, scaling challenges that enterprises and also IoT ecosystems have so they can connect and protect their digital assets in these um, ecosystems and services by themselves. So we want to help themselves to build something secure and fundamental uh, so they can also scale um, and, and solve many problems in IoT and IoT security. Mm. And like, how did everything start from now you just told the story about like your vision about how everything becoming like the iot yeah yeah i told you yeah so um i worked as in, at sextech um in the research um space would say in the, um where I later on became the chief development officer and yeah we re really realized that uh, consulting and research is not enough we if you want to adoption, right, we have to make it easy for the companies um, to make it easy that companies or enterprises can build um, something on top of IOTA um, or uh, yeah, for the use cases. And then we had the idea, um, okay, then let's do this. Let's, let's build a software which helps our customers um, to adopt the standards and also to build security. And this is basically through the idea we use uh, decentralized identity, so the IOTA identity um, framework, and to build something which makes it very easy to, for adoption. Um, and so we founded the Freelancore in 2019, and we started then 
from the operational side and in, in April 2020 with four people. <laughs> and it was also, of course, the, the worst timing ever, I think, because mm. then Corona started, lockdown started and, uh, in Germany and also worldwide and destroyed every plan we made <laughs> so far and also destroyed our financial business plans and yeah and yeah so then we started but we had a lot lot of problems and we struggled a little bit and for a while to be honest um because every business event every project and uh, investments were stopped at this time um yeah but we worked hard developed day and night <laughs> did not give up and uh, many months later we are still here and we are finally able since last year to pay our salaries and also hire some other people and we get more and more partners and customers yeah so what's your role within Philanco? yeah um so Depends. So in a startup, right, or a young company, <laughs> if you're starting, you don't have so many employees or people you, you who are helping you. Um, you have many roles. <laughs> but now with, uh, with a larger team, I think we're now on seven people and we grow this year maybe to 10 or 12 people. Depends a little bit. Um, I can share more of my work and I'm more responsible for the business. That, may, that means I'm uh, I'm more deeper into the marketing and sales right now. And also um, I'm one of the persons who is responsible for the strate strategic direction of the company. Yeah. Hmm. And have you financed in all, the, all of this by yourself or have you gotten like grants or funding by like institution or something? Yeah. So in the beginning we did everything by, by ourselves and we had no money <laughs> because of Corona. So every project was killed at this time. Um, so that was also the point where we weren't we were not able to 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 pay salaries or something um, for months. And but we got lucky after I think like around about nine months we got in touch with Eto Gruppe, um, and we know or knew that they were also interested in IOTA and we started to build and to discuss, to make some strategic plans with them. And so we got lucky and uh, had in the middle of the crisis, uh, some, some pretty cool uh, projects together with them and we still have, yeah. Mm. But um, later on, of course, um, I think it's known, um, we announced it this early this year, Ato Group is also one of our strategic partner and investor right now. Mm. That's wonderful, mate. Um, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, about your products and what, what role IOTA plays within all of this? Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, as I already mentioned, <clears throat> um, we are focusing decentralized identity or also self-sovereign identity, I think. Um, um, we believe that these new types of standards or identity concepts will have a massive business impact mid and long term because users gain control over their identities and related attributes. And um, service providers, for example, will be able to onboard and interact with the users uh, with greater speed and confidence. 
And this is in contrast uh, to many online services today um, where digital identity and access are siloed and service providers are forced or want to hold or to hoard um, a lot of identity information about users. And this leads to many massive data breaches and other secure privacy issues, right? And the thing is, unfortunately, we see the same thing has happened, sadly, with IoT and IoT devices and environments. So we see that IoT devices will get, are getting more and more digital identities, but they are also somehow centralized. So on this um, is the case where we think uh, decentralized identities with potential and all the benefits um, in terms of security and privacy um, can can have also benefit here in the IoT space and yeah and this is where we where we are trying to bring this concept of let's call it self-sovereign human identities into the IoT world right to empower here and the benefits and to drastically reduce the cyber risk here and yeah, this is uh, our, one of our goals here. And of course, we want to make it very easy to manage everything and for that, and to make it easy for, for, for adoption for the companies, we built a solution called Freedom Core Identity Gateway, uh, which is a management platform for the Internet of Things that makes devices and data more efficient, scalable, secure, through decentralized identities and verified credentials. Um, so that means that our product is basically a piece of software um, that handles everything for our customers. So the customer can focus on his business or his business model and do not have to worry so much about the management of IT and the security behind it. Um, mm. Yeah. So what I have to say, our solution is not finalized yet, but I think over more than, or, mm, after more than one year of development, we have now basically uh, our first version. Um, we built it on, or um, based on some industry and, and security requirements we got from our customers or pilot customers. And that allows right now, in this current state, um, that customers have important functionalities they can use in a secure manner to start with their own IoT use cases. So they can build with our solution now the, the, the use cases. And this is happening right now. <laughs> mm. So yeah, to use these uh, decentralized identities and verified credentials for IoT, you need somehow, I mean, it's not, not absolutely needed, but it's recommended to use a digital ledger behind it, right? Um, and uh, this this ledger should allow scalability. It should be fast, and um, in terms of transaction costs, it should be very low, or there shouldn't shouldn't be any cost at all. Because <laughs> if you work in IoT space, you are talking about hundreds of thousands or even millions of devices, and if you have their high costs, for example, that will not work at all. <laughs> So those are basically the reason why we start with IOTA as base technology, but also because the identity framework is pretty good, we think, and the vision and the team behind it uh, who, who is developing, developing the, the, the IOTA framework 
is very strong. So we have trust that the, the vision here and the development the procedure is going in the right direction. That's why we, we built on IOTA or started with IOTA. Mm. And are you able to explain a little bit more uh, about how, how your customers are using the product as well as how they are using the solution with IOTA identity? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it depends a little bit. Of course, every customer has their own, let's say, IoT environment or a machine economy or their own fabric environment um, in industrial use cases um, where these connected or IoT devices are running or will run in the future. Um, so this is every time different. But the solutions or the goals from our customer uh, are somehow similar. So for example, our customer want or use our solution the identicate way um, so they can um, um, do device or data registration and verification, for example, to ensure integrity of devices um, or enabling identity, uh, trusted identity share, data sharing with privacy or do you want uh, to, to benefit from uh, this decentralized um, model architecture in, in behind? Um, and yeah, um, or do you want simply to manage a simple, uh, a complex um, IoT ecosystem um, across the entire um, device or IoT lifecycle? That's also one of the main reasons. Um, this is how, how they use our, our, our solution, yeah. Mm. So yeah, with our solution, you can say that corporates or the corporate entities are given the devices full control over their identity of the solution and they can build or establish uh, interoperability by using this standard for self-sovereign identity, which is uh, defined by the World Wide Web Consortium. Um, so yeah, and this made it happen that in a machine economy or in IoT environment, the device can communicate each other later on directly without any need for additional centralized entities and services, such a identity provider we have out there. So for example, if you use any service out there um, or Facebook, for example, there's always a man in the middle or somehow an identity provider. This, uh, this new standard here and this identity framework of IOTA is cutting this metal man out. And this is, makes it very powerful, I think, because um, in the end, you can also um, drastically reduce um, the cybersecurity threats um, by providing these, or by, 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 by linking these IT devices with identities and enable authentication or authorization directly machine to machine. And that makes it very powerful, I think. Um, yeah. But also in the case, of, for example, if uh, in, in, in an unlikely event, I would say <laughs> a device gets compromised um, with our solution, our customers able to figure it out and um, to mark them or to, to, to revoke this identity on the credentials. So every participant in this IoT ecosystem later on um, sees that and will not trust this um, device anymore. And if the company is able to 
make sure that this this device is not compromised anymore. They can quickly um, yeah, give the device a new identity and other participants can trust it again. So that means the IT vector, because every device becomes a unique and this size identity is very, very small and we have not central centralized systems here anymore. And if an attacker wants to achieve something, he has to hack one device after another, and that makes it very hard, <laughs> I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you also mentioned the uh, ETA group. Uh, they made quite a lot of noise uh, some time ago uh, regarding their uh, Alfred project, I think it was called. Uh, but before we move on to that, are you able to explain to the listeners that uh, isn't aware what ETA group is? So yeah, AT Group, um, it's a large company, <laughs> to be honest. Um, they are producing like um, sensors and also other component components uh, for the automotive industry and also for the industry, for machines. Um, and they now um, are going to the direction of IT also. Um, so that, that means they are uh, building something, building more system or software, so the, that the uh, stupid uh, sensors can communicate and is able to connect to the internet and can can share data, for example. And yeah, they have a lot of use cases, I think. Um, mm -hmm. But I know you have an interview also with them, so I don't want yeah. to spoil everything. <laughs> no. But I think, uh, that is, for example, yeah, we are working. Um, on, on one project, which is non-public because it's uh, funded by, uh, by the German government. Um, it's up called Arfut. And there we have these, um, it's called, I'm, I'm not sure if this is an international term. Um, they, are, they are building some, um, let's say, some, some reliable, intelligent, and cost-optimized infrastructure for autonomous driving. Um, in the test field Friedrichshafen, which is a real world street where normal cars are driving on it. And they built something called smart delineators. And these are basically the thing, the plastic thing, every few meters, 50 meters or something you can see on the street mm. in Germany. I don't know if, it, if it's in, er, in, in every country, I think. In the US, they don't have like delineate or poles on the, on the, on the street. And, and these plastic stuff or these plastic things are getting now full sensors and full of electronics. And um, so they can produce data about the environment, about the street conditions. And um, what we are doing together with them is then that the we make sure that these delineators will get an IOTA identity so they can establish trust uh, in this data, which is the, 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 the delineator is streaming, right? And um, so on this data is later on used by, for example, traffic control center or in the future also directly from cars so they can make decisions how the condition of the street is what uh, on where should they drive and uh, direct their traffic and to make to build trust these multilinears will get an identity so they can make sure this data is coming exactly from this 
pole or from this delineator and not from everyone else, uh, from every other poles or from other tech or something. And they can make sure and validate automatically this data has not been tampered. And later on, of course, we can also do things like maintenance stuff. For example, if there is an accident and some delineators will, will be destroyed, we can figure out which one these are. Or if they need, for example, an update, they can send some uh, maintenance workers through that. And we can make sure that they get, only they get uh, authenticated and authorized to do something on this delineator. Mm. Yeah, this is something we, we do with them. And it's a, it's a larger project. It's only a smart, small um, um, project of a larger project, right? <laughs> and, mm. um, I know. I know there are some other companies involved also like ZF. Um, yeah, but I would say you can ask them a little bit. Yeah, I, I will. <laughs> um, so but I can any... say they, they, they have a lot of uh, IOTA use cases, but I cannot tell you anything about this. This is not my, my responsibility here. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll milk them from them. Um, but do you have any other projects or customers? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have other customers and projects and pipeline, of course, also, but I cannot speak about all of them because they are under um, NDA or confidentiality, would say. Mm. But I hope some of them will be announced this year. But it's not, like I said, it's not up to us. It's up to our customers. Um, um, but think some of them will be announced this year. Um, some other partners and customers will be wait until quarter side on the mainnet is done and some other customers want to wait until they have the feeling their um let's say their, 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 their lead over their competitors big enough <laughs> mm. um and yeah so we have some inter very interesting things and hopefully we can talk about in a few weeks or months um but yeah we have some more projects with Eto Gruppe, um, and we have also some um, other research projects I can talk about because it's somehow public. <laughs> and one of them is um, Trade, it's a research project. Um, and I think this will give you also an idea in which direction we are going, which kind of um, things we are working on somehow, what kind of customers we are focusing and working with. But yeah, in trade means, I think it's the short version for trustworthy autonomous driving by decentralized authentication authorization and says a lot thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and here we are trying to test and prove together with our partners, um, like again, Etogruppe and the University of Ingolstadt that a secure, decentralized, and um, a scalable approach in the field of connected cars is very helpful and will bring more security and, in the end, trust in a very complex, I think it's the most complex environment we have. Um, yeah. And to do this or to achieve our goals, we look at the entire life cycle of a vehicle and all its components and different kind of environments and stages and at this point uh, i mean we, we worked a couple months on it we are 
implementing IOTA identity and various use cases in, in this project, such as in a car to infrastructure communication use case or an over the air update use case and in a proof of original use case for these um, vehicle components. Yeah. And yeah. Mm. Our goal here is that we have in the end a scientific proof that decentralized identity and verified credential based on IOTA here in this case brings a higher value and security for various connected car scenarios so we can build a better, more mature environment on different levels with different functions like data signing, verification, authentication, authorization. Yeah, this is... It's pretty cool, I would yeah. say, and I'm excited. And hopefully we can show you or the community later or, or in the begin, beginning of next year, some, 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 some results. <laughs> Super cool. But uh, I think to give you a, an overview what, what we are working on and in what industry and what kind of customer we are facing here. Yeah. Um, but do you have any competitors and if you have, uh, like, well, what would you argue uh, is the uh, advantage you have over them? Yeah, um, it depends a bit uh, how you define competitor <laughs> in terms of self-sovereign identities or self uh, decentralized identities. Of course, you have competition from various other companies and startups also in within the IOTA ecosystem, I would say. But I wouldn't necessarily say these are competitors um, because these companies are promoting and building something with IOTA, with IOTA identity in the ecosystem, and we rely on, on this. And it is very important also for, for us that the standards or the standard of SI and IOTA uh, identity is spread out there so that we have a higher value uh, that comes with it. Um, mm. So, because this is very important because we have in this field a real chicken egg problem. Um, if you want all these benefits, someone has to start, someone has to build, and 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 the ecosystem system has to grow. And this is the point where I would say it's good um, that we have competitors here somehow. But I would say because we are specialized in SSI and IoT, both com uh, topics, um, we have unique selling points. We also have proof that our solution is scales extremely well, it's manageable and works in sensitive IT environments, which a large which a large amount amount of devices. And yeah, for example, we are we have a, a customer who is running our solution in a production line so he can build or create instantly identities for example and this is know-how knowledge you have to have and so i would say yeah we have some some competitors but we are also somehow unique mm -hmm. and of course you know you know yellow Milner was also our advisor at Filancor under the Ariota Foundation and he's now building his own startup. He's also somehow a competitor, but I think uh, we will work together in the future so we can build together a high impact 
in this field here and yeah yeah we it's also nice to have like several people doing the more or less the same thing because it it like it motivates each other to do a better job uh you know just not building some something as a kind of a legend said half the cest shit <laughs> so you're doing, doing a good job you have to make it proper or it won't be used right yeah so yeah exactly i would say this is this is true but i would say, also say this is these are not our competitors these are like partners right they are building on top of an iota and mm. they're using iota identity it's, it's good for everyone and yeah. i think we have more the competitive environment from the traditional technology stacks or iot management solutions um i would say for example, some of our customers are trying to build or to manage IoT with some active directories. I don't know if everyone is aware of it, but this is somehow a database uh, which every corporate has um, for identities. Or they're trying to build IoT security based on public key infrastructure certificates. And both technologies or both solutions are not very suitable for 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 IoT use cases. Um, and this is very difficult to, to implement, to handle this, to build interoperability, good management. Um, it's a lot of pain. And if you get there and you do this with this older technologies, there's still the point where it comes to, in, uh, to, to the costs in terms of licensing. And this is a very painful. For example, if you're using Active Directories mm. uh, from Microsoft uh, and you want to have their, I know, hundred thousands of devices <laughs> yeah so i would say here this is the solution we are competing with and this is the solution that the older classic technology won't replace in the best case and where we want to enter the market or we, where we see our chances here yeah so um, where do you see filanco like five ten years down the road okay well ten years is a long way <laughs> i hope for you my, my priority goal is that we still exist in 10 years, right? Yeah. <laughs> so 10 years is a lot. So, but yeah, maybe I can give you a little bit insight what it's coming next for the next few weeks and months from technical perspective. Um, so like I mentioned, we have our first final uh, version with the basic um, functionalities. Now we are going more in just the, to the direction where we consider more requirements it sounds from our customers and um, from the industry to be more and more corporate or let's say industry ready also in terms of interoperability or to co communicate uh, with other so we have to adopt this or there are also some industry standards and some security standards um and yeah, we are also developing some more and cool power store features. Um, so we can build in a couple of weeks and months, trusted, secure machine to machine communication over the air updates. Um, this is something which is bringing us to the next level, I think. And also we're, yeah, we are considering, for example, um, to get some of these shiny and important security certificates for our solution, which say, hey, our solution is trusted and secure. And, and yeah, but this is a long procedure and it will take a while and costs, uh, mm. the costs are very high also. But 
yeah, this is the point <clears throat> from the technology side um, for the next few months. Um, uh, from the corporate perspective, I'm and we are happy that we have now a, a, a stand where we can sell our solution. Um, so that means we are focusing now to grow our project marketing sales team. So, so if your the listeners out there are interested, keep an eye on our social media or job board if you're interested. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we will start also promoting our solution the first time publicly um, at the Hannover Fair, which is like I know one of the largest or the their largest industry fair mm. in the world. And this week is the 30th of May. So we are excited about this. <laughs> and yeah, by the way, if you want to see us there and you want to see our solution and of course some other IOTA identity use cases from Etocopy, feel free to contact us to get some free tickets here. <laughs> That'd be cool. So, but um, yeah. It's in Germany there? So again, this were the, 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 the outlook for a couple of months, I think for the years, what we are planning, we actually started to plan this is uh, mid and long term, we want to become an identity service provider for self-sovereign identity. And we started with this, um, but it's not easy to achieve this goal. Um, so for example, we have to train the necessary employees or personnel to provide, for example, 24 seven support. Uh, we need all the tools, we need processes, we need certification for employees and also for our services to become really here trusted and hopefully in the future leading identity as a service provider. So this is one of our, of our long-term goals, mid and long-term goals. Mm. And uh, is, it, is it impossible for the community to somehow invest in Filanco? Um, um, not at the moment. And this has two reasons, basically. The first reason is we don't want to build our own coin or token, and we are not the biggest fans of NF NFTs or something. Um, this is one the one reason. The second reason is if we want uh, to get the community involved and they can invest, we want that they have a real value, right? And so yeah. we were thinking about a security token offering, but so far, it's kind of hard, to be honest. In Germany, the regulatory and compliance is high, somehow confusing. There are some risks. Mm. So we talked a lot to our um, lawyers and tax offices. Um, but yeah, we, we want to make it happen. But I think this will not be possible until next year or the next one to two years. And if it's not possible with security token offering, we will probably do a, a midterm uh, IPO, but this is uh, mm. speculation, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> we like speculation. Um, yeah. But like other than that, uh, if you could change one thing about the, your industry, like in crypto and industry, um, what would it be? So for example, in the cybersecurity or IT industry, uh, I would say it would be cool that if the responsible persons or people out there for the topics would be open-minded and also take a look to to, to through um, innovation 
to some other approaches where we can achieve goals too, like for example, this boot ledger. But this is still happen, uh, still happening. Um, the crypto space is a little bit different, right? Mm. <laughs> um, I would wish me or by myself that the crisp crypto space would be grow up and become more mature, that we don't fight each other, that we don't uh, say this project is bad or this token is bad. doesn't make sense. We, we, we are one space. And I would also be happy if this whole speculation to some shiny new objects or topics would stop <laughs> so we can build something really mature and something valuable for everyone. And that would be my wish for the crypto industry. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can really relate to that because I see wherever you go within crypto, like crypto forums, crypto chats, Discord, um, everyone just hating on everything they don't own. It's like, it's like a football match. Uh, like the other one hates the other one for, for no, no reason at all, even though everyone knows that team is just as good or maybe even better, but you're supposed to hate them. <laughs> so it's strange. Yeah. And you should you should think about it some crypto some crypto projects are only open source um and, and put in somewhat together copy and paste white paper and they have like a market cap of billion of us dollars so what the heck and where did the point come where we started to say billions are the new millions somehow mm. or some projects are talking about trillions of us dollars so that's somehow somehow insane because it's just a protocol in the end right <laughs> yeah it's like uh, it's really strange and i think i think now people really think about it because i think most like sensible people would uh, like react if they thought about it how stupid it actually is but you just do it out of bad habits yeah mm. it is somehow <laughs> but i would say if you want to invest you are Everyone is free to do with his, with his money what you want, um, but I would recommend do your homework, invest in fundamentals, and only a small stake of your money. <laughs> mm. But uh, as you also said, it would be fun to have like something concrete, uh, because if you want to go out like on a public forum, let's say just uh, Reddit, you want to explain to someone about IOTA. You can't just say, oh yeah, like next month, probably maybe soon is coming this and that. And like, it's too technical for people to understand. And then just go, if we could just go like say, hey, you see Intel and Dell, they are they are actually using IOTA right now. Oh, you see ST Microelectronics, they have it in their data, data chips right now. Um, yeah, your Jaguar, uh, your Jaguar has a, like a wallet with IOTA. Then, then it'd be like a no-brainer. If you're still calling it like a shitcoin, then then you just, yeah, out of your mind. I mean, people should realize that everything in the crypto space is basically research and developing, research and developing. It's nothing. Basic. Many projects are not mature enough, and the technology behind it's also not mature enough. So we had, don't have a production-ready dispute ledger out there, right? Hmm. So this is more or less a marathon with new concepts with a lot of research and it's not the race here it's not um everything can change in a couple months right mm. so yes because even though it's been some years now crypto has existed it's really now it's starting to pick up speed to get like institutional interest uh, when it comes to actual adoption of it 
Um, so even though it's been some years, it's still pretty early. Um, nothing is like clear. The path is pretty. Uh, yeah, it's, nobody really knows right now. So it'll be fun to see some concrete coming coming soon. I think we can build something. I, I believe this identity is very something some, which creates, in the end, real-world adoption. I think this is the, one of the most powerful use cases for this, this, this boot ledger. Yeah. I think, um, and it's also something what we need, right? You see all the, the things are going around the, up, uh, around the world, people have to flee from the country and they don't have a passport or something, they don't can prove that they have an identity or they are from this country coming or something else, right? So mm. this is something uh, we should more focusing, not like yeah. pictures or something. And the IOTA identity is taken pretty serious as well because you like you see how Zebra Technology, which is a massive company over in the US, they are taking it pretty seriously. I think that's pretty cool. Huh? Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, the listeners that is tuning in here, where can they find more information about Philanco if they wish to dig a little bit more? Yeah, so about me, you can find me on Twitter as well and on LinkedIn, Marcus Sopa or MS at uh, Filancor, Twitter, I think. Um, also, Filancor itself is at, on Twitter and on LinkedIn. So these are basically the two... Uh, social media platforms we are using and also if you are interested to get more into detail about identity self sovereign identity how we use it in the context of iota uh, of iot um check out also our medium channel so we are publishing every month two articles or two blog posts uh or two blogs um where we the one has more the focus for the from the business perspective, and the second one has more a technical um, focus. So people can get the first time in touch with IOTA and the technology, and they can step by step learn more about this and how to use it and how to implement this. Mm. So yeah, and would it be easy for like, like let's say an IOTA ecosystem project to 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 adopt your uh, your product? If it would be easy, yeah. Like, is it is it just plug and play, or like, is it a like a yeah? Big... So we we have yeah. So yeah. So this is basically pl plug and play and fire and forget. <laughs> this is our goal. It's hard to achieve, but yeah, we want to make it easy as possible, right? Because we are also focusing on smaller companies and they don't have the, 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 the staff or the personnel to, to handle every security incident or the management of it. So it must be super easy or, or uh, in many terms, automate, automatically be done. So, um, so we want to make it very easy to, to adopt our solution here. Yeah. Mm, cool. Uh, so that was all the questions I had. Is it something you would like to end the episode with? No, not yet. I hopefully we can get in touch again in the future, talk about new customers and new projects out there. And I would say, I want to say thank you. It was my first podcast ever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank good. you very for this experience. Yeah, you did good. And I'm looking forward to uh, to see what you guys are coming with. Because and, uh, whenever you guys are ready, just hit me up and we'll do another one. Yeah, sure. Great. So to everyone listening, 
Thanks for tuning in. Uh, get behind, get left behind.